0: This is Talkabon episode fifty. This week we're covering Death Note volumes five and six. My name's Cole Greco and joining me as usual is my co-host, Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going?
1: Pretty cool, honestly. I just now realized this is the fiftieth episode. Pretty crazy milestone.
0: Yeah, I uh yeah, I thought about that earlier and then yeah, didn't yeah, kinda kinda forgot. Yeah, we've hit hit fifty episodes. Pretty good, yeah, because when did we start? Back in like July or or August?
1: Something like that? Yeah, when I was looking at it at first, I was like, oh, has it been a full year? But then mm-hmm. I remembered, like, we've been doing two episodes a week for a while. So it's been about, like, maybe half a year or, like, two-thirds of one. It's yeah, been that, a while. Yeah,
0: that sounds about right. Yeah, because I think it was, like, the first 10 or 11 episodes were weekly, and then we started doing the twice a week. And then, mm. you know, around the holidays, obviously, we were doing just kind of the one a week because there wasn't, you know, either we weren't yeah. doing a second series or there was, like, we were showing jump breaks. But, yeah, been... Been going for a while. 50 episodes pretty good, I'd have to say.
1: Yeah, um, honestly, you've been kind of crazy to like see Weekly Shonen Jump itself progress over the past year like mm-hmm. now that I'm really following it like that. So much changes over the course of 1 year. Like mm-hmm. you see f- series start and die over the course <laughs> of like a few months. You see like stuff go on break you mm-hmm. see stuff fall off in terms of popularity after a bunch of hype like it's it's a whole like birth and death and rebirth <laughs> cycle happening over the course of each year.
0: Yeah, like we've already seen the uh you know the beginning and end of like aliens area, um you know super smartphone, Ruri dragon. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's funny how like how quickly some of these series kind of start and die. And even, you know, even the series here, Death Note, only 100 chapters. We're, you know, we're yeah. after this episode, we're halfway through, which is
1: pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, that is like, and honestly, it would have been so cool to follow this as it was actually coming out. Mm-hmm. Because I would have been curious to see. How popular Death Note was compared to some of the other stuff that was running at the same time.
0: So yeah. I remember looking
1: back at the issue that Death, uh, Death Note debuted on, and mm-hmm. we go back to that because yeah. like there was a lot of stuff running at yeah, that the same ma- time. The magazine that was like, was, was stacked.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those years where like Yu
1: Gi Oh was at number eleven or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Yu Gi Oh was like one of the smaller series at that point, and like. I think sket dance was also running around that time too. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just crazy. Yeah, wild.
0: Um, all right. Well, do we want to hop into uh, hop into volume five here?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. All right. So, in uh, volume five, we start off with chapter thirty-five, which is titled "Whiteout." And in this chapter, Light and Misa are both on total lockdown surveillance. It's like Guantanamo Bay type shit misa as if we remember like from the last episode she's basically like, tied to this board with like a bondage <laughs> gear and she has like a <laughs> visor over her face mm-hmm. so she can't she can't like see she can barely hear anything pretty inhumane conditions uh criminals are continuing to die on the outside but l wonders if light may have orchestrated this whole weird arrangement to prove his own innocence So he decides not to tell Light that the, like, crimes have continued to happen while he's locked down. And then Light's dad, in a fit of guilt, also asks to be locked up before he does something drastic, but requests that he keeps his phone so he can still contact his wife and daughter. Uh, Light then subtly tells Ryuk to get rid of the Death Note, which, if we remember from the last episode, is his, like, sort of catchphrase for Ryuk to, like, take the death note to someone else Mm -hmm. Uh, light's whole face and demeanor immediately change and he legitimately doesn't remember what happened or what he's doing anything you thought about that chapter
0: um one sort of inconsequential note on page five uh l is eating some sort of like melon or something i don't know looks real cool though uh, the way he's
1: kind of chopped up, the way he's eating it. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that is, but I saw that and I was like, yeah. that looks sick. I remember we were kind of talking about how in the last, I think last volume, we really started to like see Elle eating like cake and donuts for the first time, mm-hmm. which we had both remembered was a big part of the anime. Yeah. But I think now that I'm looking back on it, his like sugar addiction really doesn't reveal itself until he's living in this like more advanced headquarters Mm -hmm. full-time yeah and i think you can really start to like not just see him engage in his like habits but like fully descend into insanity over Mm -hmm. the course of like the next few chapters
0: yep yeah but uh yeah as like this chapter as a whole the the way they have misa sort of uh locked up pretty pretty intense and also light's dad just continues to to crack me up he's like you need to lock me up because i might just lose my shit and who knows what i'll do (laughs) (laughs) it's it's great and also like what do his wife and daughter think because they're like we're telling we're telling them that Light, he's just, like, going away or something like that. Which, well, sure, maybe you can hand away that <laughs> off. But then, like, days later, it's like, oh, actually, I'm going away too. Like, what are you... Like, they're supposed <laughs> to be trying to keep this secret.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and... Yeah, I, I also love Ryuk's reaction to, like, getting rid of the Death Note. He literally just picks it up and phases... He, like, clips through the wall. He's just like, later. Yep. No, no emotion or anything. Mm-hmm. He, he's so cool.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, I do have to say, you know, I Ryuk is 100% the best character in this. It is kind of a bummer that we get like 20 chapters or whatever with no Ryuk.
1: Yeah, he really, he kind of disappeared over the course of the last volume. Mm-hmm. And over these two, he really disappeared. Yeah, he, he literally disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite literally. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I've got all for right.
0: uh, for thirty five. It's it's kind of the the start of what all what all we get here with Light. Sort of you know forgetting uh, the de- the Death Note.
1: Yeah, In chapter thirty six, which is called Father and Son. We see a shadowy figure using the Death Note as his desk at his desk as Rim watches from behind. We then see Light and Misa begging to be let go. L hasn't told them that the killings are still going on. Uh, light's dad pleads for l to accept that he was wrong about light how is he killing people while still in lockdown and then the task force searches light's house and finds nothing but a diary in which light wonders if he's actually kira we then see light's dad let light and misa out telling them that they've been sentenced to death he drives them under this like abandoned area underneath a bridge and points a gun at light and then fires a blank because Light or Misa didn't try to kill him in self defense, L and Light's dad seem to be satisfied that he's innocent, supposedly. Light then joins the Kira investigation with L. This is an absolutely unhinged chapter. Yeah, this chapter's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they really had to go to that type of length. I, I, even watching this the first time, I was like, did they really have to do that? Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is more just I don't, you know I don't
0: I guess L is the one that kind of cooked this up, but just more instances of Light's dad just batshit. You know, he might be the the real villain of this. This dude yeah. is nuts. Like, no wonder Light is such a, a you know a sociopath. He grew up with this guy. This guy's a yeah, lunatic. exactly. <laughs>
1: He's willing to like put a. I mean. It's not loaded, but he's still willing to like put a gun to his son's temple and then be like, I'm going to kill you and then myself. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but this, uh, yeah, this whole scene's intense. It was the same thing when, you know, watching the anime for the first time. It's, uh, you know, this is a, a great scene in the anime. It's very, you know, very action packed, feels like a, feels like a spy movie kind of thing. Um i i do enjoy this chapter a lot for just sort of
1: the uh the absurdity of it all mm-hmm. sometimes i can't tell whether oba is like aware of how ridiculous this series is mm-hmm. but then again there is a lot of like bizarre semi self-aware humor in it mm-hmm. so i think he does honestly yeah that's
0: that's my thing there's a, a lot of parts here with like the dialogue in particular that's like a little over the top over dramatic and it's like does he think that that's cool or how people would talk or is he just kind of you know kind of playing it up for the camera so to speak and i i I do think it's the latter i think he i think he's pretty aware of what's what's going on and knows kind of how ridiculous it is especially because yeah because the tone in bakuman definitely reflects that as well like it's it's a pretty funny thing um so I think he I think he knows what he's doing. This is his way to sort of insert the comedy into the series, I think.
1: Yeah, cuz there was that uh scene in the last episode where L was like, there's no way lights acting because nobody would think this like <laughs> corny dialogue is believable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um in chapter 37, uh as a precaution, Light and Misa must stay in the newly constructed Task Force Headquarters skyscraper, which was, I guess, just like mysteriously <laughs> built yeah, over the L course of a few it. weeks using L's massive. Uh, I guess he has a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. And then, while living in here, L is like handcuffed to light using this super long chain link handcuff. Uh, We then see the first meeting of the Yotsuba Group's top executives, this corporation that is using the Death Note for their own nefarious business purposes. And they're also apparently enlisting the help of an elite detective named Araldo Coyle, who is supposed to be another investigator on Elle's level. Uh, Any thoughts on Chapter 37? First thought, like you mentioned about the headquarters... L is supposed
0: to be like super secret and no one's supposed to see him, know who he is. So he decides to build
1: a like fourteen story building in the middle of like Tokyo? <laughs> yeah, you don't think anybody's gonna be like Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like maybe Tokyo is just like such a huge city and nobody would really care. It could but be I feel like around here, if there's like a building being constructed, you know, somebody'll like hop on next door and be like, hey, what what are <laughs> what's being built? on the corner of like 8th street or whatever like
0: oh dude yeah every every week there's like you know whatever saw something else was being built at the Lee's famous recipe building it's like you know, all yeah. the all the time someone does anything there's a you know a new uh, whatever advertisement like yard sign up and someone's got a next door post about it yeah the a 14 story building would not go unnoticed i cannot imagine
1: yeah and it's like yeah he says the outside looks like an ordinary high-rise building, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like you that think no one the goes news, into local news would report on it or yeah. something.
0: Yeah, and and a building that no one goes into ever, like this brand new building. You yeah, don't, you don't know anyone that works or anyone that goes into it. Yeah, come on, that's a bit, that's a bit much. And also, <laughs> uh, I, I get there. You know, they have to be handcuffed together because he has to kind of keep an eye on them or whatever. But how just impractical i just I, there needed to be a chapter of them like you know i get the right side of the bed or whatever because they have to sleep in like a shared king-sized yeah. bed right <laughs> or going to the bathroom yeah, exactly. that was my first thought uh-huh yeah yeah w- why is there not the the scene where you know one of them has to like they have to be in the stall together or something
1: <laughs> yeah there's really like they don't play the humor of that up enough mm-hmm. although this this arc that we're about to get into is kind of long enough as it is (laughs) yeah yeah maybe adding in the the gag chapter would be would be a bit much Mm -hmm. yeah some really creepy looking guys in the yotsuba eight (laughs) group (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah some kind of disgustingly drawn
0: people too very uh like assassination classroom villain looks for some of them It, it is
1: Yeah, you don't really see a lot of that just, like, gross for grossness's sake in the character designs in Death Note, Mm -hmm. but these guys look pretty nasty. Yep, definitely. Yeah, definitely look like evil, uh, you know, billionaire types or whatever. In chapter 38, which is titled Strike, uh, L tells Light and Misa that he's feeling depressed about the way the investigation's going since he suspected Light from the start. Uh, His new working theory is that the two were hypnotized to do Kira's bidding somehow, but he can't really tell how, just as he can't really tell how the killings themselves are still happening. Uh, Light then punches L and sort of convinces him to find the motivation to keep going. I did like this chapter a lot and (laughs) was kind of looking forward to seeing this scene because it was kind of a highlight of the anime. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one... This one's cool. My
0: one, uh, you know, I, I have another just kind of inconsequential note here. Uh, in the beginning, is it uh Isawa? He's got something Yeah. he's got like, you know, Life's Dad says, what happened to your head? He said, Oh, got in a fight with the wife. What what kind of fight is this guy <laughs> getting into with his wife? Like, this is a this is a yeah. problem. If you have like bodily injuries, <laughs> what's going on with the Aizawa household? <laughs>
1: I do like how I mean Elle's like always drawn very weirdly, but his facial expressions in this chapter are really hilarious when mm-hmm. he's talking about, you know, being pissed that the investigation isn't going the way he had planned originally. He's got yep. these like even darker circles underneath his eyes. There are points where he like <laughs> Like, the part where he says, I'm actually feeling kind of depressed, he almost looks like a Muppet or something, mm-hmm. but his mouth is, like, somewhat ajar. Yep. There's some good facial expression from Misa, too, like, where uh, Light punches
0: Elle in the face. She's just sort of, like, in the background a little bit, like, yelling or whatever. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, this was, this was pretty fun in both the anime and the manga. Mm-hmm. Good poses from Elle overall, especially when he, like, picks up this uh landline phone and then just drops it from like five feet above the receiver Mm -hmm. to hang up yep yeah it's good and i I like
0: this part too where he kicks light in the face said once is once and then you see miso just (laughs) thinking she's like once is once like what what does that mean (laughs) that's pretty funny too yeah she's she's definitely with ryuk gone uh is like we need we need new Ryuk so uh, Misa Misa you're in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is like I'll talk about it a little bit later, but this dynamic really carries this arc—the dynamic between L and Light—and mm-hmm. it is kind of a shame that we don't get to see more of it, like you said.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, in chapter uh, 39, which is titled "Separation." Uh, After doing some research, Light discovers that three non-criminals believed to have been killed by Kira are related to companies rivaling the Yotsuba Group, causing a spike in their stock value. L feels like Kira approached the Yotsuba Group rather than the other way around, since he doesn't believe they'd be able to find him before he could. Apparently the government is also being bribed to stop the Kira investigation, and Light's dad warns the task force that their lives may be in danger. Uh, a lot of, like, developments in this chapter, mm-hmm. and a whole lot of text in this one as well.
0: Yeah, this is the start of the really kind of dense stuff that we get for the next, you know, or volume and a half. Um, yeah, this one, uh, a lot of, like, assumptions from the from the task force here. Elle's just like, oh, well, clearly, uh, you know, Kira approached them because there's no way they could have found it before me. Like,
1: well, what if they did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like, I feel like one thing I do like about this part of the story is that Elle's facade of being this like calculated genius really starts to fall apart when they're able to be around him twenty four seven. Yeah, and it turns out like oh, he's just kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, he's just like guessing all the time. And even Light here, you know, I guess the the Yotsuba stuff is pretty obvious because they're you know the, they're continuing to grow and all their competitors are dying and stuff, but. Once again, like, what what software is is Light creating that he's finding all this stuff?
1: <laughs> yeah, I also really like that um, when Light is, like, producing all of this information about the deaths and the stock options, mm-hmm. uh, Masa does in the background, like, hey, I helped. Yep. I, I also helped <laughs> compile this information. And they yep. just straight up ignore him.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> and I like that that plays a part uh, kind of later on, too. Yes. <laughs>
1: Um, In chapter 40, which is called Allies, we find out that the authorities have officially canceled the Kira investigation, and L takes things entirely into his own hands. Light's dad, Matsuda, and Mogi all quit their jobs as policemen to join L, while Aizawa decides to retire from police work altogether to stay safe and spend more time with his family. Uh, L then brings in two master criminals, Weddy and Iber, very Death Note English names, <laughs> uh, to join the team. Watari also reveals that L will continue to financially support anyone who in- assisted the investigation at any point, whether or not they continue to help him or not. So we we sort of see Aizawa like hanging out with his family at the park, being like, "Hey, I'm gonna be able to spend a ton more time with you guys now." Yeah. which like i wonder how do you explain that to your family they're like well yeah i got let go from my job but no, then they're I, gonna like i think what
0: happens i don't think he retires i think he quits the task force so he can keep his police job i think that's oh, what it is okay yeah so he can keep his police job because they're like you know you're gonna be unemployed or whatever and he's like well i need my job because i have a family so he stays on the police force and leaves the that means- yeah it's it it is very confusing because of the, the way that they and they do this for you know every part of this series where it's like this back and forth and like you know this person's talking yeah. this happens this happens this happens but yeah i think that's what what uh is going on here
1: yeah i think the line the lines that got me confused where they said like does that mean you'll be at home and he says yep and now i'll have time off every week but then i yeah. guess hmm he got. No, I guess he was like working literally seven days a week. Before. Yeah, now he's gonna get weekends so, or something. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It is kind of for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. That that work life balance. And I'm, I love Dad or uh, Light's Dad in this too. He's talking about. It, he's just like, there's always a new career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, you know. Yeah, but his respect face to looks
1: totally unhinged <laughs> yes. when he says that. <laughs> Yeah, also it's, glad it's that Aizawa gets to go home to his wife that like physically abuses him every day. Yeah, that they're like <laughs> getting in like physical fights together or something. Yeah, like what's,
0: yeah, maybe like stay at the thing, dude. Like, I don't know who's starting it, but you probably shouldn't be around your wife, you know, because either you're like a bad person or, or your wife is one yeah, of the exactly. two. <laughs> yeah, like let's maybe, uh, yeah, maybe chill out at the at the task force headquarters yeah maybe that's a better spot for him to be mm-hmm. well, um i do like this part yeah, too gotta. where uh where they it shows that mogi is just doing like all this like clerical work basically and they're like you know yeah great and he says you know mogi-san has always been surprisingly efficient <laughs> and just this like <laughs> bummed out look from uh matsuda
1: <laughs> yeah and it's like <laughs> We haven't really learned anything about him this whole time, so they're like, "Okay, we'll just like slide some backstory on him in here real quick." <laughs> yep, <laughs> remind you that Mogi actually is a character in this series. Yeah, exactly. They they write him out of the story for so
0: long because he's following like the other uh, like uh, NPA guys' family or something like that, and then they yeah. bring him back in. They're like, "Oh, we haven't we haven't hung out with this guy at all. Let's uh let's try to retcon that a little bit." <laughs>
1: Um, in chapter 41, which is titled Matsuda, Matsuda is posing as Misa's manager to uh, sort of keep an eye on her as the investigation proceeds. Uh, Misa is currently shooting a commercial or like TV show in front of the Yotsuba building, and Matsuda decides to sneak around the Yotsuba headquarters while Misa is distracted. Meanwhile, we find out that the Eraldo Coil that was hired to track down L is actually L himself using an alias. At the headquarters, Matsuda overhears a secret meeting where the Death Note killings are being planned. Suddenly a door opens and two guys pull him inside and he presses this button on his belt that sends a distress signal back to the task force. This one was pretty fun too. Mm -hmm. I really liked the illustrations of Misa on the first page where her, like, facial expressions are basically just two dots and, like, a circle <laughs> in each of these pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, a, this is a good
0: chapter. And I love, you know, we just spent, like, two chapters of everyone kind of shitting on Matsuda, or I guess Matsuda kind of shitting on himself for not, uh, like, actually accomplishing anything. Yeah. And, you know, he's the only one of the actual, like, task force sans L or Light that has, like, done something. Other than maybe, you know, clerical work or make one little observation. He's like out here, actually, he's in the field grinding. So, you know, respect to Matsuda. They call him stupid Matsuda at the end. This guy, he's putting in work, man. He's trying to solve, solve the case. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll be real like um Weddy and Iver have barely done anything. Yeah, <laughs> at this point. Yes,
0: yeah, I had that note as well. They're, you know, they're brought in to be like kind of the, you know, the big higher guns and they just kind of like chill for basically the whole arc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
1: in chapter 42 which is called Heaven uh matsuda is being interrogated by the yotsuba group and he comes up with this story that he wanted to uh pitch the company on using misa as a spokeswoman and he gives over this uh fake business card with a fake name when he leaves the room the officials decide that they have to kill this guy somehow but discreetly matsuda however is able to convince a few of the members that he is actually legit then he invites them to a like sleazy party at misa's apartment with a bunch of her friends matsuda gets pretend drunk and then like stands on the balcony of the apartment and falls off where the fellow task force members are like they're basically on the balcony underneath him and use a mattress to like scoop him as he falls which is enough to make the yotsuba group guys think that he's dead and then the next day in the newspaper there's an article about like a guy falling from the roof
0: yeah, I, This I was like a this. great chapter. Yeah, this chapter is awesome. And once again, you know, great acting, great work from Matsuda and even Misa Misa here. Yeah, this one Yeah. This is awesome. And also, like, man, if they missed him with the uh with the mattress, would've been would have been a very different chapter.
1: <laughs> exactly. Matsuda is the only one really willing to put his life on the line for this cause.
0: Yeah, he could, you know, as far as we know, he the uh this Kira could have the the Shinigami eyes, and she could just kill him. But you know he's out exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. Once again, putting in putting in real work.
1: Yeah. This one, I feel like this scene was a lot more fun in the anime, though, because <laughs> they were able to like spend a lot more time on Matsuda acting a fool. Yeah. It says, man, am I drunk? Feels <laughs> great.
0: Also, you know, good work by Matsuda to kind of make up the, uh, you know, the Misa spokesperson for Yotsuba thing at the beginning. Like that's, you know, quick, quick thinking. Good. Yeah. Good little, good little arc for Matsuda here.
1: Yeah, he even makes sure to like say his own name as he's falling. He says mm-hmm. it's the or say his own fake name. He yep. says it's the Ta- Taro Matsui show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess um, the one, whatever the. I think like Iber or whatever the new guy's name is. He he does pretend to be uh, Matsuda dead on the floor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I he's yeah he's at least he doing do that. Yeah,
0: he's doing something. Yeah, good good for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and then in chapter forty three, one of the Yotsuba guys gets a call from Eraldo Coyle, who this time is actually Iber and he says he'll continue investigating L for 10 million dollars or they can buy his silence for 2 million dollars which causes some panic among members of the group and then Iber tells L that he's going to be doing some like work on the investigation from the inside so i guess he he does do something here mm-hmm. yeah this chapter was all right it's a
0: little confusing a little convoluted um there is a good panel on page four of l just like licking a cupcake looking completely he looks like uh sue from uh my hero academia uh th- that's a, a, a very good panel
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i feel like as this progresses you see l just doing more and more like unhinged mm-hmm. and absurd things <laughs> yep yeah, yeah they're really just like going all out as the series uh progresses with l yeah and uh that does it for volume uh five any mm-hmm. sort of like comments on the volume overall or do you want to uh, jump to i think 44? it's a good
0: it's a good setup for volume six and as kind of dense and wordy as some of those chapters are i feel like the volume six ones are uh <laughs> yes. just even even more intense these uh you know writing these summaries i was like i, th- I think i got got the gist of it but Maybe not. I don't even know yeah. what I'm summarizing. So you know, we're gonna <laughs> we're just gonna let it rock and see what happens here. <laughs> All right. So for volume six, we start with chapter forty-four titled "Successor." Um, the Yotsuba group meets, but this time they're minus a member, Hatori, who was killed by Kira after he had said he wanted out at the last meeting. Um, they're deciding who they should kill next, but the task force has surveillance in the room uh, thanks to Weddy. Uh, they decide that they're going to kill, or they decide who they're going to kill, but Light calls Namakawa, uh, pretending to be L, and gets him to delay the killings and get some more info out of them. L is impressed by Light's plan and says, At this rate, if I die, you could probably become the, the successor to the L name. So we get some, uh, you know, some maybe not so subtle foreshadowing here, and, you know, some more more just kind of set up for the the greater plot over the next few chapters
1: yeah this time we got l uh drink he's uh eating and then drinking a i i think it's a parfait or like a ice cream sundae or something Mm -hmm. yep but other than that this is a pretty pretty dull chapter (laughs) i'm gonna be real yeah it's a lot of text yeah yeah
0: this one is uh is pretty boring and and lights like grand plan or whatever to like call them is not it's you know it's not that not that cool (laughs) not as
1: cool as matsuda's uh matsuda's work and not a lot of like cool or like funny illustrations either Mm -hmm. like i mentioned uh l eating the ice cream but like he does that every chapter Yeah, exactly. there's nothing really like that cool or funny that happens. Yeah, yeah, it's just a that, just just a chapter. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff in the next chapter though, I will say that. Mm-hmm. On the artistic front. Yep, so chapter 45 is titled Crazy.
0: L doesn't agree with the way that Light and the rest of the task for- the task force are handling the investigation, so he proposes that they kind of split up into two teams. L recruits Misa to be on his side, which sort of forces Light's hand to join their team. And that's that's really kind of all that happens in this chapter. But yeah, there's some good stuff. Like, uh, he makes Weddy piece together, like, this shredded piece of paper, which is <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
1: insane.
0: <laughs> which, you know. There's
1: this, uh, yeah. Go on. Mm-hmm. There's this scene where uh, L's like, no, that wasn't what I was just thinking, but. And his face <laughs> is hilarious here. His nose, like, completely upturned. Mm hmm. He almost, like, once again, like I said, he kind of, like has like a puppet like facial expression here. Very yeah. very goofy. Mhm. We also see L and Light uh punch each other in the face again, which is always always fun. Yep. Yeah, good
0: good panel here where Light's getting kicked in the face by uh L's bare feet, which, you know, pretty pretty repulsive, I have to say.
1: But Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I know it smells crazy in there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Also love uh L
0: just like filling his coffee cup to like to the top with these like sugar cubes this man's just going ham with the sugar cubes
1: yeah also a lot of really great misa illustrations near Mm -hmm. the end of this chapter as well yep like i feel like there are multiple pictures of her that could be used in like memes or reaction images or what have you
0: yep Mm -hmm. and i i do like these uh this part at the end where she like kisses him he says i could fall for you you know she's like uh no thanks <laughs> <And then laughs> start, like dancing in the circle and stuff it's it's so good
1: yeah the the illustration there i don't know if this is intentional but it really looks like the um artwork of like the rites of spring you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. yep <laughs> <laughs> you're right like i I feel like that has to be an homage mm-hmm. to something. Yeah. But it I is... love Elle's like Jojo's esque posture there too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is uh, it is very close to the Rights of Spring thing now that you uh now that you mention it.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me see what, what's the name of the artist that did that? I'm gonna look that up because it's from like the Falvest movement. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it's Matisse's uh, dance. That's okay. what it is. It 100% is a homage to that artwork yeah. now that I'm looking at it.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so next up we have chapter uh, 46. Chapter 46 is titled Ill-Suited. Uh, Misa goes to the Yotsuba group to interview to be the spokesperson uh, so that they can find out who Kira is. Um, Iber, pretending to be a Coil, Coyle, is recruited by the Yotsuba group to interview Misa, but they don't realize that he's, you know, working with Elle. Misa is nailing the interview and admits that she was suspected of being second Kira, however, Rim, uh, who's standing behind the the actual Kira, who we still haven't seen, is concerned about what's going on and touches Misa's hand with a piece of the Death Note and uh, get like a a pretty like pretty cool cliffhanger ending to this chapter. um You know, I think this is another one that like kind of the actual content of it not that great, but some some good panels like this this one at the end here uh, with Misa and Rim is is really fun.
1: Yeah, that's an awesome illustration. And you can tell, like, Obata really got in his bag with, like, the shading. Mm-hmm. Whenever they make it grayscale instead of here, black and white, yep. it does look really cool. Mm-hmm. I also love um, Mochi's horrible act, <laughs> or Mogi's horrible yep. acting in the car. Mm-hmm. Yep. And his just, like,
0: super over the top, uh, you know, like, acting or whatever. <laughs> He's just like, you're nailing yeah. it. <laughs> that's <laughs> good um, chapter 47 is titled uh, impertinence Misa can see Rim but doesn't regain her memories Rim tells her about Light being Kira and about how he's sort of planned all of this Misa is convinced and trusts the Shinigami saying that she'll follow along with Light's plan uh, Rim says that she'll be able to tell who specifically has the death note and to be careful um, once again not like a, you know just kind of more little plot progression stuff it is. I forgot that she doesn't regain her memories after being touched by the Death Note here. Yeah, I thought that that was because I know that that like plays a part later on, but I I thought that that was a thing here. So I don't know kind of the the inner workings of that. Why she didn't necessarily get it? Maybe it's because she's not like the owner of the Death Note, or
1: mm-hmm. or if
0: there's some other little little loophole here. But yeah, there are some this this chapter
1: some really great uh, panels of Misa too. Yeah, I kind of remembered. When I watched this the first time, I kind of remember thinking Rim was like an annoying character. Mhm. I think she she's kind of cooler this second time around. Yeah. Her design definitely looks a lot better in the manga than it does in the anime.
0: Yes, I agree. It's
1: extremely detailed. Mhm.
0: Yep. My only other uh, little note is that earlier in the mo- or in this chapter it's mentioned that Rim is female, but uh earlier in the manga it said they say he when referring to rim so i don't know if that was just Mm. like something that they changed later on because i remember reading it in whatever you know like chapter 20 or something like that and i was like oh i always thought that rim was a girl but uh
1: they must have that must be another like retcon thing they hoped people wouldn't remember while this was in serialization
0: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i don't know if it's something like that or if it's supposed to be part of the thing where just like you know it it was supposed to be something you were confused about, like moving in through the story, yeah. but I I did catch that because I you know I I thought I caught it the first time and it was like oh no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, chapter forty eight titled "Give and Take." We finally see who the new Kira is, and it's uh, Higuchi. Um, kind of a he's one of the gross-looking guys. He's got like these like long like they're not sideburns. It's just like he has long hair there they look like he's got like wings or something going on it's a pretty bad look um but misa leaves during her filming and switches clothes with a friend uh telling her that she's sneaking out on a date she calls higuchi to pick her up and she tells him that he's the second kira um she proves this to him by writing a criminal's uh, name in the death note you know quote unquote writing cuz she doesn't have her death note but Rem actually writes it down and the person dies. Higuchi is convinced and Misa is able to get him to stop killing criminals as a way to prove that he is Kira because this was a big concern uh, from Light and the others that they don't want any more people to, to kind of die while they're waiting to try to yeah. catch the Kira. Um, Misa records Higuchi admitting that he's Kira and presents the evidence to the task force. Um, you know once again like good work from misa here just kind of like going rogue and like actually making things happen yeah. while everyone else just sits back and you know eats weird uh melon and like uh you know ice cream sundaes and stuff
1: yeah l doesn't really do shit no yeah he just he
0: just makes guesses and he's like well they couldn't have done that because I'm smarter than them yeah he uh yeah
1: exactly yeah he's
0: getting he's getting played by by Matsuda and misa the two like just objectively dumbest characters in this in this series
1: yeah and you know this this arc has its ups and downs but i do think higuchi is like a boring villain yeah i agree and i even
0: i don't know if this is like a point in their favor or against it but i have watched and read the series already i totally forgot he was the Kira. Like I couldn't remember which one of them it was. So yeah, yeah. Maybe that's like good writing by them that they've just like you know were able to keep it shrouded still. Or if it's just really bad that this kind of you know the central villain of this arc uh, is so unmemorable that even after two yeah. two times watching it, well even more. I've I've definitely watched Death Note more than once, <laughs> multiple times mm-hmm. watching it. I still forget. <laughs> Um, in chapter 49, titled Potted Plant, the team devises an outrageously convoluted plan to catch Higuchi and find out the method of killing. They're going to have uh, Matsui, which is uh, Matsuda's kind of code name, return from the dead to talk about encountering Kira on Sakura TV. This will set Higuchi off, who will run the gamut of options to try to kill him. The only issue is if all Higuchi needs is a face, then Matsuda will die. Matsuda bravely accepts the role, even with the chance of dying uh you know man just continuing on the rest of the the, kind of the b-tier task force members here just really really putting in work putting the team on their back
1: yeah and i will say this um i think this was like a cover issue for it since it's got the three color pages Mm -hmm. at the beginning of it Mm -hmm. this is a fire like opening illustration yeah it's really good Mm mm-hmm I feel like this was probably the year, one year anniversary issue for Death Notes. It's like chapter 49. Oh, they would yeah. have skipped like two or three weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would make sense. Yeah, this is a, a great one. And I do like that it's sort of like, it's kind of like the movie poster for it, where we get some of the stuff that we haven't like seen happen in the series yet. But we're just sort of, you know, yeah. foreshadowing. We've got like the car, we've got like Weddy with the gun and stuff. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. Mm-hmm. And we do get like the little peek of a, uh, ryuk down there at the bottom even though he's been he's been mia for 10
1: plus chapters now <laughs> true
0: um in chapter 50 this one's titled yotsuba which uh you know fun little uh, joke here because i think yotsuba is like means four-leaf clover or something like that so yeah you know also the name of the thing but also supposed to i guess signify some luck which is kind of fun but we get uh, Namikawa and two others from the Yotsuba group meet to discuss who they think Kira is. They land on Higuchi when Light gives them a call, uh, pretending to be L, and, you know, kind of accidentally confirms it when they ask him about it. Uh, you know, just real amateurish stuff by L or Light here. They tell Namikawa about their plan and ask for his assistance, and he obliges. And then he and the other two Yotsuba members kind of wax lyrical about what it means to be a Yotsuba employee. Uh, the plan begins and naturally Higuchi starts to panic and call everyone and their mother for Matsui's real name he hops in his car to head to the production studio's main office yeah this is the start of the real the real like goings of this arc Um, this is a kind of weird chapter though this whole like discussion yeah. with Namikawa and these other two when they're like you know talking about like how I don't know like what it means to work for this company and stuff and the purpose of a Yotsu employee like you guys have been killing people to make money <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> and also like you just work for like a big company or whatever you're not like out here you know saving lives or something <laughs> like, what, what is this right
1: <laughs> yeah i uh, if only linkedin were around at this time i would love to see what kind of deranged like five oh, paragraph essays they're posting about they're like Sigma grind set on there every day. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> there's a good panel in here too of um, Higuchi where he looks just like Count Dracula or something like that. He's like kind of <laughs> like speaking maniacally, and there's this like True. shrouded naked image of Misa in, the, in there that's just <laughs> truly horrifying. <laughs>
1: yeah. Once again, uh, Matsuda just putting himself on the line week after week truly the the goat of this series
0: yeah once yeah really put the team on his back here he's like the you know the role player that, that you're dropping like 40 he's like the jeremy lynn or whatever of uh of this he has his like week where he's dropping 45 points and you know he's gonna spend the rest of his career on the on the sidelines
1: yeah matsuda sanity out here
0: <laughs> uh in chapter 51 uh This one's titled Misunderstanding. Higuchi continues to panic and search for Matsui's name. He goes to the office to find uh, the file that would have Matsui's name and writes the name in the death note. Obviously, that's not uh, Matsui's real name, so he's still alive. This uh, sets him off even more, and the task force can't quite figure out how he kills yet. Because, you know, all he did was write the name down on a piece of paper. Um once Higuchi is back in the car he decides to to make the the Shinigami eye trade with Rim. He's pulled over by a cop who he then kills and the task force takes action. L commands everyone to apprehend Higuchi but assume that he can kill with just a face. Um you know good transition from the task force on this one to to recognize pretty quickly that he can kill with just a face. Uh you know real heads up yeah. thinking <laughs> by them and yeah, uh I don't remember how exactly they figure it out that the death note is like a thing i think it's i think it comes up uh you know next volume in volume seven but yeah pretty uh you know pretty tricky just writes the name down they're like well wait we haven't seen how he kills yet (laughs) i think that's that's
1: pretty fun yeah Yeah. only other comment i have is that the panel of l eating a banana is like top three illustrations in the whole series yes
0: yeah it's very good Mm (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm And I I do like, too, when he's talking to Rim in the car, uh, they're like, has he, like, lost his mind? And then the panel right after he makes the eye trade, just truly deranged. (laughs) Yeah, he looks crazy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's awesome. And then in the final chapter of this volume, chapter 52 is titled Split Second. Uh, this is an extended 33-page chapter where the art kind of comes to a close. Uh, at Sakura TV, they've switched Matsuda and the interviewer with dummies, knowing that Higuchi's going to r- arrive and try to kill him. And, you know, naturally he does. Uh, once at the station, Higuchi sees the mannequins and Light's dad and Weddy close in to uh, apprehend him. However, he pulls a gun and shoots Light's dad, just grazing his arm, and he escapes the studio. Uh, Iver and Mogi uh, start uh, to chase him. Uh, however, they're not alone in a fleet of police cars uh, with tinted windows led by Aizawa and Ide. And Ide is one of the people who, like, very early on was sort of on the task force and then decided to to, to bow out when he thought he was going to die. Uh, they come to block off Higuchi because I had kind of, in secret, been leading uh, like a yeah a secret investigation with a bunch of the other police officers. Um, Higuchi eventually crashes into a wall and goes to shoot himself when the gun is shot away by elite sniper Wachari. Uh, Higuchi gives up and accepts that this is the end. Uh,
1: this is a great chapter. This is, uh, This one's awesome. Yeah, there's like multiple heavily shaded, I think they were color pages Mm -hmm. in the original series. Yeah. I don't know what was going on where they got such a long chapter, but Mm -hmm. yeah, very cool.
0: Well, I think this was a thing back then because this actually happens in Bleach a couple times too, where they have like color pages sort of in the middle of the chapter or whatever, or like at the end with like a big moment. And I think they, you know... They got like longer ones for that, so maybe it was just something that they were doing at the time that, like, you know, when you're when you're ending an arc, will will kind of give you some more some more pages to do it, um, which is kind of yeah. cool. Because this one, yeah, this definitely I think works really well as sort of one longer chapter rather than two split up ones. It's it's able to to sort of move pretty quickly through this.
1: Yeah, very cool, like centerfold illustration too that shows all of the like Shinigami from the Shinigami realm too. Mhm. Yep. The very beginning of the chapter. Mhm. Yeah, but I I like this chapter a lot. It's very
0: you know very action movie, uh, heist movie kind of kind of stuff going on. You know, we got we got police chases. We got there's a great panel here with uh watchery with the the sniper in the sniper rifle yeah. in the helicopter that's so good just this old man holding the holding <laughs> holding this gun um there is however some just real cornball dialogue between izawa and ide here Um uh, just real <laughs> real awkward exchange Said you know uh what is it yeah I said something like i'm the one who should be thanking you you trust us immediately and agreed to lead us and he's like uh you know when i saw the supposed dead monster on tv earlier i couldn't contain my excitement said so i know i thought yes <laughs> <laughs> just yeah very very awkward dialogue from these two but you know it's uh, <laughs> it's all right <laughs>
1: yeah for such a dialogue heavy series i do feel like the dialogue is actually the weak point of yeah death. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's it's very very cheesy any anytime someone's trying to like really be serious it's uh it's pretty corny yeah definitely um all right well jude do, do you have any more notes for that uh volume or do you want to hop into our kind of what
1: went well yeah let's go for it um i think for me this is something that we definitely don't get enough of, but I do think in the in volume 5 especially the dynamic between the handcuffed light and L, mm-hmm. very fun. Yeah. And a really good bit of comedy in a series that needs it from time to time. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I wish we got a little bit more of that, but it is
0: yeah. It's really nice what we what we get. Yeah. Um my first one went well is that even though the last couple chapters are like really kind of convoluted of like where Higuchi's going, what they you know, what the plan is to stop him, I do like how sort of intense they are and action heavy they are for a story that is, like, up until this point really, you know, pretty chill. Just like people hanging out in a hanging out in a building and being like, Well, I think this is how he's killing people and stuff, you know. And like all yeah. the deaths are writing someone's name down. There's nothing like super crazy going on. So I do like how you know these feel like a like a mission impossible or something like that which Mm -hmm. is which is cool
1: i also feel like we're able to get a lot of characterization out of the main cast that we wouldn't have either otherwise because you know they're all here on screen Mm -hmm. they're an unknown entity in the series so we're able to see sort of like l's flaws or his you know side that allows emotions to overtake his usually logical exterior or like matsuda's want to be taken seriously Mm -hmm. or the fact that light and l could have actually been friends had this not gone down yeah i agree so yeah Mm -hmm. was that your uh your second what went well
0: yeah (laughs) okay and my final one is just, uh, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, and I was saying, you know, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but I think it, it works. Uh, the mystery of who has the Death Note is actually pretty good. You know, I mentioned I'd read and watched the series, uh, you know, a couple times and forgot which Yotsu yeah. remember it was. They do a good job of kind of concealing that throughout. You know, really, like, they sort of lead you to believe it could be a, like, Namikawa for a little bit, but you know you don't really really know until it's sort of revealed i think that's yeah that's that's done pretty well they do a good job of like playing up that mystery
1: mhm agree
0: um all right jude what uh what gripes
1: do you have for us um way too much dialogue about like people just sort of like speculating about mm-hmm. things yep. but not really moving forward on mm-hmm. it or really making any progress on the investigation like it would be cool to have more dialogue that has nothing to do with the investigation itself. I think. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: a lot of. Well, it could be this, but it's probably not. And we, you know, and we know what happens. We know what's going on. So it just feels like so yeah. superfluous that like. Ah, uh, I I get it. You want them to. You want to portray that they're trying to solve the crime, right? You can't just have them like come yeah. up with the right answer or come up with the wrong answer and like go down that road. You have to have some of that, but yeah man it's it's a lot (laughs) i agree uh but yeah my kind of similarly related mine was that not just there's a lot of dialogue but uh i kind of mentioned earlier the dialogue is very corny anytime this two characters trying to kind of be real with each other it is just man it's pretty brutal (laughs) like people do not talk this way people are not you know It just, it never, never quite lands right when someone's trying to be like really righteous or whatever. Uh, So yeah, yeah, I just find that really, you know, and this is, I feel like I've had this complaint with other series and it's true just because that's how, you know, these, these manga are made for like kids. So, you know, like the Naruto dialogue is really corny too, but I don't know. It just, it it works a lot better there than it does
1: here. Yeah, definitely. All right. What's your, uh, what's your next gripe for us? Um, I think the Yotsuba group in general is just kind of a boring group of characters. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of the same. They all kind of look the same. Yeah. And like obviously the focus is more on the relationship between the members of the task force, but I don't really care enough about them to like really want to see them lose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, but definitely like the weakest part of that arc is the villains themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think like the overall mystery around it was good, but the actual characters themselves, like I don't I, I don't really care who, which of them was Kira, right? They're all pretty interchangeable people yeah. or whatever. And there's none of them that are like, I don't know, there's like one kind of good guy on the inside or whatever that you're sort of like rooting for, like their dynamic is interesting. Like there's the one dude that's sort of like, I don't really know if I want to do this. And then he just dies. It, you know, It's yeah. not... I don't know. Yeah, their they're sort of intergroup dynamic is not very interesting. Um, and my second gripe is just, we've talked about this throughout the episode, but just some very, very dense chapters here. Just a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, like we said, kind of like, well, this is going to go go on, then we're going to do this, and then this will happen, and then we're going to do this, and this, and this, and there's like lots of explaining. You know, Rim has to sort of re-explain everything that happened to Misa, which we already saw everything that happened. We yeah. didn't need to spend a whole chapter of you also doing that. Like, you know, maybe we could have skipped, a, skipped some time and at the end she's just like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, that would have been <laughs> fine. You know, we could have done that. I just way too much text, way too much, just kind of a lot of nonsense, too, that, you know, we didn't, didn't really need.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Um, alright, Jude, who's your uh who's your character your employee of the week or your, your character of the week?
1: <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Misa, actually. She mm-hmm. really like comes into her own in this chapter, or in these chapters as a really funny character but also someone that like actually really pushes the plot along and the investigation as well Mm -hmm. Uh, she's really fun to watch and a lot of cool like facial expressions and drawings of her throughout
0: yeah yeah she's really good in this uh yeah she really comes through for the team and kind of pushes the investigation in (laughs) in motion which uh yeah Misa was my my kind of backup if you took my my first one so, my, uh, my, you know, kind of detective of the week is going to be, uh, Matsuda, which I think was, you know, a pretty, no surprise. pretty obvious choice. Yeah. yeah. Other than Light's dad, he's the only other kind of cop that does anything because Light's dad, he, he makes like some actual, like real observation early on, but Matsuda's like really out here putting in work. He's like, you know, risking, yeah. literally risking his life multiple times for the, for the team. He's, you know, got, Quick thinking here, Masuda. Underappreciated by the rest of the task force, but definitely uh, an MVP character of these two volumes. Totally. All right, Jude. Who are you? Uh, who are you writing in the Death Note this week?
1: I hate to say it, but I think L actually mm. kind of came across as an L in this mm-hmm. <laughs> group of chapters. He doesn't really do much, but wine and just like doubt other people's intelligence Mm -hmm. and look where that gets him he doesn't really have any wins in either of these volumes yeah he doesn't really play a a part yeah Mm -hmm. all he does is eat which is fun to watch but yep yeah this is his weakest portion of the series by Mm -hmm. far Yep. Yeah,
0: kind of like how Light last episode was just like completely getting owned by everyone else. That's sort of L this time where he's just getting shown up by by Misa and Matsuda and even Light the whole time. You know, Light's out here like making some calls, making some moves. He's just, you know, he's he's being a better L right. than L is. Exactly. Uh the character I'm going to write in the Death Note, I'm going to do a combo of uh Weddy and Iber. Um just they get <laughs> yeah. introduced and do really nothing even towards the end like they kind of have some scenes where like you know there's some fun little conversation where Weddy like hands lights dad the gun and he's like no i can't take it because i'm not a cop anymore that's like a fun little moment but you could have thrown any character in there they just they get introduced and kind of propped up at i guess it was volume four where they sort of first get called in um as you know they're supposed to be like these kind of you know they're the they're the, like, the higher guns, these kind of mercenaries that are going to come and, like, help them out or whatever, and they just don't mm-hmm. really do anything at all. It's very, uh, you know, very kind of, kind of a letdown. It would have been a, co- would have been cool to, like, bring these characters in and have them actually, like, have some fun dynamic or maybe have something in there that they're going to, like, you know, blow their cover or something. That might have been fun. Probably would have linked the series yeah. up, but, you know, let's, let's give them some purpose rather than just, like, we need characters that can, uh, whatever install security cameras which they'd already mm-hmm. installed security cameras earlier in this series so i don't know why you could <laughs> have couldn't just had those same people right. do it but whatever <laughs> yeah yeah um all right well that does it for volumes uh five and six uh next week we've got volume seven and eight and i think there's only 12 left so i guess we have three yeah we're halfway through we've got three more three more episodes th- series uh death note moves fast Even with as as kind of dense as long as the chapters can take.
1: (laughs) Yeah, each chapter is long, but the series itself is, like, pretty Mm -hmm. pretty short. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. Well, Jude, do you have any other Death Note notes, or uh, do you have any recommendations for us before we head out?
1: Hmm. No, No real recommendations, but I think, for me, I'm really enjoying all of these, like, color pages, and... I guess they're grayscale pages to us yeah. as we see them here. Mhm. But it's it's making me realize like how good Obata can be when he's allowed to just like go all out on mm-hmm. a single illustration. Yeah, well, and especially since you know we
0: look at the like the new color pages every single week and there are some that are obviously very good like the uh ones, the Witch Watch ones, Blue Box, whatever. But there are even those those are not, like, the Death Note ones. He really sort of goes yeah. out of his way with these illustrations and, like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, even Akamunashi, like, I love the style of the Akamunashi ones and the looks, but they're definitely not as, like, intense and sort of visually impressive as uh, these Obata ones are.
1: Yeah, for
0: um, sure. Yeah, my, uh let's see, I don't, I guess I don't really have any uh recommendations either. So, yeah, that's... Kind of it low low recommendation week for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've barely like been productive in terms of reading any manga or mm-hmm. anything this week.
0: Yeah, need to need to participate in in more hobbies the, <laughs> this next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, yeah, next or on Sunday we'll have a uh, week of Shonen Jump, and then next week, as I mentioned, we'll be going over Volume Seven and Eight of Death Note. Uh, you know starting starting down the the back half of the manga so yeah uh tune in and hit us with the uh the five star five star rating thanks for listening